Welcome back to another episode of the Boutique Beauty Podcast. I've got to say thank you for listening to the Boutique Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Dominique, and head over to the boutiquebeauty.org website. Yes, that is boutiquebeauty.org for more information about the blog and feel free to join the conversations on social media. You can also follow Boutique Beauty on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Conversations range from personal growth, beauty, culture, everyday nuances with a little twist of health and wellness. So... It's always fun to have these engaging moments where we can talk about things that we see on our day-to-day and, of course, get reacquainted and stay connected. So, again, you can follow on social media. You can head over to BoutiqueBeauty.org to check out the blog. Uh, It's posted weekly. So, this week's perspective was filled with how we view our parents and those fun relationships and the dynamics that sometimes go on without getting too specific. But it's always really easy uh, to be forthcoming and fill in the blanks as when we make these things personal, we get the most out of them. So um, yeah, let's jump into this episode. Current events with the month of June have been packed with celebrations from Pride Month to Black Music Month, Father's Day, and Juneteenth. There has been a lot to talk about for this month. And I tell you, this is also my birthday month. So there is not a moment to waste when we get into it. And we'll do that right now. So as I mentioned, the month of June is packed with celebration. Yes, Pride Month, Black Music Month, Father's Day, Juneteenth. There has been a huge opportunity to learn and be present, reflecting on the way we see ourselves, the way we view others, and the culture and the different ways we intersect and connect, uh, just really beyond identity. So I'll go ahead and start off the conversation with what I learned. Four points, right? Four points for four celebrations. Um, Main points, definitely we have to be present in order to create conversations. I think that it's really important because in the month of June, there is actually a reoccurring theme. And I think it's recognition and representation. When it comes to Pride Month, I am uh, not necessarily a part of that community, but I do recognize uh, that the LGBTQ plus, I hope I said that right, LGBTQ plus community is definitely working to be seen, be heard, and advocate for things that affect uh, the way that they see themselves and the way that they want to be seen and the way that they live. And when I mean they, I, of course, am talking about more than pronouns. I'm talking about a community, 
and it's a community like any other community, whether uh, you are directly affiliated with that community or not, what's really important is that regardless, uh, whether it's Pride Month, Black Music Month, uh, celebrating different uh, music artists and and uh, across genres that have to uh, do with creating, not just singing or rapping, but just celebrating what it is to experience sound and uh, the different nuances of what that represents uh, per experience and um, behind the scenes, whether you know you're an engineer, singer, songwriter, a drummer, a a person who plays you know the trombone or another type of instrument, being able to tell a story is what's most important and a reoccurring theme. Uh, and we can take that into Father's Day and Juneteenth as well. I think one of the most important things, even with uh, Father's Day for me was being able to recognize that at every stage of my adulthood, I've always been a daddy's girl, but most important is that I've also wanted to evolve the relationship that I have with my uh, father so that he uh, viewed me as someone who always loved, appreciated, and adored him, but someone who was also growing in maturity and independence. Uh, my goal was never to separate myself <laughs> from my father. Quite the contrary. My goal was to grow, and I always would ask my dad for advice, as many of us do. Uh, we have those figures in our lives, uh, male figures, figures in our lives. Uh, I'm assuming there are many millions of us out there. And it's really important that we continue to uh, amplify what that means to us and also uh, not neglect that it holds a lot of weight for them as well to be leaders and thought provokers and people who are still valuable, uh, not just in the lives of their, their family and their friends, but also in their community and the people that they are closest to. So that's one of the things that I take away uh, in all of this. And uh, of course, of course, uh, as I continue to share what I've learned aside from being present in order to create these conversations. Uh, there is in that a certain level of vulnerability. We all have to be vulnerable and be honest about the points in which we intersect one another's reality. So you can explore that on how that uh, shows up in your own personal space. I think it's important not to uh, judge yourself as you're honest in exploring uh, what that representation means to you and or other people in those shared spaces. Uh, but also music, when it comes to Black Music Month, music can create a vibe or an alter ego. So use, 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 use it to your own advantage to enhance your mood. This is so true. Uh, I remember when I was uh, doing my thesis and it actually was a little different. It had to do with music, but it was more so uh, the aesthetic that goes along with music and how it um, 
can affect one's perception of self. But that's actually not what that was about. What we were really talking about is how music has the power to uh, create and just blend in what we are saying to ourselves in our minds and help us to uh, start to allow that to seep into our reality. And so when it comes to uh, music and Black Music Month, it's actually a great time to celebrate. One thing about music that I absolutely love is that even though it's Black Music Month, one thing about music, again, that I absolutely love is that it is a universal love language. And although it's Black Music Month, um, whatever music you're listening to, it is multifaceted. And there are so many people that go into making one three-minute song, two-minute song. It's it's a very diverse populace, and it's filled with so much perspective, so much depth, that so many different types of experiences bring to one piece of music. And so when we look at the opportunity to just create a playlist that just totally embodies what we're feeling or what we're thinking or what we want to aspire to do, it's phenomenal that sound has that type of, you know, weight to it, that it can really just energize and empower us on every level. And it's amazing also that it's really used uh, to unify. And it's just really great to uh, bring awareness to that uh, music, music 365 days of the year is just always a constant and such an important thing that we need to keep. And so when it comes to, of course, Black Music Month, um, it has to do with representation and also uh, uplifting um, musicians, which is super important uh, because, of course, as we know back in the day, and really current. This is really something that's very universal when it comes to uh, creative property and things like that. If you don't take care of business, someone else will. And so oftentimes creatively, uh, people who are creating music, poetry, you know, whatever intellectual property that might be, if it's not guarded and, um, you know, the paperwork isn't properly done, well, somebody else might be able to monetize off of your gifts and your talents. And of course, more so back in the day, there were people who were really being taken advantage of and weren't given fair contracts and or market share. And what we find in the history of music is sometimes if the artists were... Um, not able to sell their music for whatever reason, uh, then another artist who uh, was more commercial would. And there weren't any, um, there weren't any voices that were always able to cross over um, or should I say there weren't enough voices that were able to cross over to represent themselves musically. 
Uh, however, it's really cool that so much has happened as far as representation. And I mean that like in a real business sense, <laughs> representation for, for artists to uh, be able to create, but also be able to uh, be compensated uh, that we at large still will always have this conversation, but it's really important that we just use it as a testimonial to always make sure that as we're creating, we're protecting our creations. So fun fact, Big Mama Thornton uh, was the inspiration to Elvis Presley's hit song, Hound Dog. And you see this just reoccurred this reoccurrence, excuse me, you see this reoccurrence so many times with some of our favorite songs. It's called the remix in modern day and trust and believe it is a friend of the music lover and, uh, and also the creator. So check that out. Find yourself a playlist. I don't care who's on your playlist. You get to decide who's on your playlist, but make sure it's inspiring you and helping you to create an alter ego, or as I mentioned earlier, create a vibe that really just gets your energy in the right direction and enhances your mood. So we talked about parents, how our parents love to be loved and in respect to Father's Day. And we did kind of hint on pride. It's all about presence and affirmation. Um, those are really important things. So for the month of June, the top four pride music month, father's day and Juneteenth. Well, what I learned is inclusion is key. Yes. And history is really important. So whatever you thought you knew always, always reaffirm the fact that there's more to be learned. And that is such a treasure within itself. Don't be overwhelmed by the information. Just break it down into bits and make sure you get the true story, not the made up facts. But that's really the key to culture not getting overwhelmed by the everyday nuances that we seemingly think we knew or know and staying open to the fact that there's always something more to be added. Yes, always really important. So, um, quick moment in time. How do you feel? How do you feel? Pride month. How do you feel? How did you engage? How do you uh, educate yourself and how do you uh, become an asset or an ally or even just a listening ear to be aware and well-versed in our ever-evolving culture, right? Okay. What are you playing on your Pandora, on your Spotify? Um, what's in your your music deck? Okay, what's your favorite station? How are you creating a vibe with your music? Father's Day, were you able to connect with that uh, paternal figure in your life? 
and or what does that mean to you? And Juneteenth, which is now a holiday, hmm, how do you feel about it? How are you open to learning more about it? And what do you want for your future self in regards to equity, fairness, and being seen? Yes, those things are universal. They apply to everyone. So don't feel isolated in these conversations. I think that's one of the worst things we can do is isolate ourselves in these conversations. I say, let's talk about them. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll be able to talk some more on this Boutique Beauty podcast. But I thought those were some really cool points just to kick it off a bit and, um, you know, have a quick moment of reflection. Anywho, quick break, but we'll be right back. Keep listening to the Boutique Beauty Podcast with me, your host, Dominique, and we've got more to talk about. What are we going to talk about? Well, it kind of has to do with volunteering. Stay tuned. All right. Thank you for keeping connected. Keeping connected. Yes. You kept connected with me and I appreciate that. Thank you for keeping yourself connected. So here we are, we're having conversation. What are we talking about? Well, I gave you a little hint. It had to do with volunteering and it's really amazing when we're able to grow beyond what we know and make sure we stay current on what's going on in our communities. And so I did want to hint on the importance of volunteering because people can volunteer or join groups for not just community, but also uh, a source of uh, being an asset, right? You can be someone else's asset. You can be a source of knowledge. You can be a source of support and vice versa. If you're finding yourself that you need some sources, some resources, right? If you're like, look, I'm the source to enough. All right. Like I need to be planted. I need some roots in the ground. I need to be fertilized. Well, you're saying, you know, you need some resources. So I think volunteering is a great way to take some of your time and put it with some other people's time and uh, figure out how to take the best of your personality and put it to great use by helping others. And in turn, you help yourself because you're letting yourself put your guard down a little bit. You're being slightly vulnerable to some extent, nothing too risky, but uh, definitely allowing yourself to be seen and participation is important. So where am I going with this? Top three reasons volunteering is more beneficial for you than the organization. Now, I know that that's a mouthful But the top three reasons I have to at least maybe encourage volunteering and put a little fire in your belly 
ah, maybe that's not the best term. I don't think we want fire in our belly because what does that really mean, right? Let me not get carried away. I just want you to feel enthusiastic. I want you to feel energized about the idea of volunteering and nobody likes to be overwhelmed, right? Well, at least not for good reason, but I've got three great reasons, three great reasons that volunteering is more beneficial for you than for the organization. So number one, character building. Character building is so important. I know what you're thinking. You already have a great sense of character and you're probably right. And I'm sure there's so many people out there who would agree with you. I personally, I agree with you. I agree with that voice in your head that says you are capable of character building in other people and enhancing your own character building skills. Um, In a nutshell, what is character building? Well, it just really strengthens your core. I think of it as core exercise. It helps me strengthen my center. It helps me build muscle. It helps me develop what I already have. And it helps me to enhance my uh, capacity to receive or increase my intake. So character building, really important. Number two, discover new ways to strengthen and support communities. That is totally up to you, how you decide you want to discover new ways to strengthen and support communities, because this can be any type of community. Um, I think sometimes the hardest thing when it comes to volunteering is figuring out what's not going to overwhelm you. No one wants to uh, seem or feel or appear that they're not capable of just jumping right in and being put to great use and really helping out. So if you're a great reader, One of the things that I recommend heading over to your local library, uh, maybe you would like to volunteer for a reading group or read out loud to some of the young children. Uh, Maybe you would want to tutor if you have skills in math or literature, you know, retaining information. Maybe you want to be a study partner or a study tutor, someone who can break down larger concepts and simplify them. Great ways to volunteer. If you're uh, great at organizational management, some people are. Don't get that confused with micromanaging. Let that go. But if you're really great at seeing the larger picture, which is this person does A, this person does B, that person does C, and collectively what the goal is, you can basically streamline and tie everything together in a way that really facilitates growth and individuality and enables for strength and support to be a sustainable thing within any type of group. And that's a really powerful and wonderful skill. So if that's you, that might also be just a supportive personality, right? Um, Everyone is a leader in their own way. And leaders are also great supporters. And all leaders don't always have to uh, do the quote unquote 
uh, leadership thing, which is, you know, whatever that thing is to you. Sometimes we see it in different forms, but just understand that being a leader is a multifaceted reality that is tasked to all of us. However, we all don't necessarily rise to the occasion. We can all be leaders in our specific areas, in our specific giftings. And it doesn't mean that we are diminishing the talents, the presence, the contributions of others. We are just staying in our lane and doing what we do and supporting the whole. And believe it or not, that actually adds a lot of strength and support to communities. So what are other ways? Well, if you are, you know, whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you do, some people are great at giving positive feedback and observation. We all need that. Do not think that is not valuable, okay? It takes a village. We are a village. We have to operate as a team. I'll leave it right there. But strength and support, discover new ways how to do that. You've already got what it is that you're good at. I don't care if you're like the chef, bring some sandwiches, make some cookies, order. If that's your gifting, you know what tastes good, order for the group, okay? Let us know, let us know. Help us, help us help ourselves if that's your gifting. We need fuel, we need energy, we need strength, we need positivity. Are you a cheerleader? Hey, are you my go-to? Mm, maybe. Work your skill. What's your talent? Make a goal, get involved, create support, strengthen, figure out your community, and the third is humility. Humility, it seems so simple, so straightforward, and it's so necessary. Um, whenever I volunteer um, within my community, I go with the expectation to be of service. That's it. If I give myself any opportunity to... Uh, believe or think or do anything outside of being of service, I risk falling into a distracted path. And I think that's really important to recognize for me because there's always the opportunity to be of service. And um, a lot of times, when you get these opportunities, there is a lot going on. However, if you go with a pure heart and you really want to be useful, you figure out, hey, what's the task? This is the task. This is what I'm being tasked with during the task. And my goal is to help. My goal is to support. And in turn, the humility that I'm describing for myself helps me to keep things in perspective for my own life. It allows me to continue to have an attitude of gratitude for the things that I have been able to maintain, for the things that have been given to me outside of my own merit, and for the opportunity to then find ways to take the best parts of myself and 
feed that back into those intersecting points around me that allow me to then uh, kind of cultivate the land, if you would. Uh, and the land is basically the environment. The environment is filled with people. You get where I'm going with this, right? I mean, if we technically want to take it there, then I guess you could imagine the people as seeds and we all need to be, you know, like putting good fertile ground why? So we can grow and, you know, blossom and bloom and cultivate. You get it. You totally get where I'm going. And so that humility for me is basically all about growth, not just external, but internal. And that internal humility, once I, the more I cultivate that, um, the more I see growth in the other areas of my life. And sometimes that's not easy, but I will admit it is something that I personally really enjoy. So my top three reasons volunteering is more beneficial for you than for any organization that you volunteer for. Character building, you get to see what your core is built on and you get to determine how you make it stronger. Two, finding new ways to strengthen and support. Very important because the strength that you have is what someone else is in need of. And the support that you give is able to help you to link in to your core, which is ultimately making you stronger as well. And again, that third point, we just went over it, humility. Humility is that thing that is, of course, it makes you think of the word humble, but it really just engages that inner perspective. And the more perspective we have, it shows up in the way we communicate, in the way we respect ourselves, in the way that we see others and allow them to be present within our own energy. And that is so phenomenal. And it gives so much more to us as we could ever give in those moments. But when we're present is when the ripple effect takes place. And yeah, humility just comes with so many unspoken rewards. But as soon as we embrace it, they just, they surround us. The rewards tumble in and they really overwhelm us. So be encouraged to always take advantage of the opportunity to uh, volunteer, the opportunity to uh, learn and be present, right? The opportunity to not just see culture and absorb culture, but also be a part of those conversations. And uh, definitely without judging yourself or other people, uh, enhancing your perspective, enjoying the mood you create, and also uh, finding love for yourself and the people around you. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode of the Boutique Beauty Podcast. Definitely, we can keep the conversation going. Uh, really fun. Just wanted you all to know if you head over to uh, the Instagram page at Boutique Beauty Glow, I did, um, wow, read this really cool article from the New York Times about actually like dating lingo, like dating terms. 
some of them I actually did not know. So I had to share because I was like, what? Okay. That sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Oh, there's a word for that. Yeah. The jig is up people. So if you want to know what these terms are, head over to the IG page, Boutique Beauty Glow. And of course you can check it out. I even put uh, the title of the article, just in case you wanted to uh, search it for yourself and read it. It's from the New York Times. Absolutely. It was fun to read. It was really fun to read. Pop quiz with your girlfriends or your guy friends. You think they know all the words? Hmm? Well, you should share it with them. See if they get it right, you know, because I don't even think catfish was one of them. That's how like advanced we are now. It's not even about catfish. Anyway, we're just going to move on. But yes, one of the words was orbiting. And I'll leave it right there. So till next time, keep listening. You can always listen to the Boutique Beauty Podcast wherever you get your podcast, which is absolutely, I mean, I love Apple Podcasts. Of course you can listen on Spotify. Why not? Perfect platform for you to listen. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, guess what? Just look for Boutique Beauty. Yes. Or the Boutique Beauty Podcast. You can check it out. When in doubt, guess where you can go? You can go to boutiquebeauty.org and get more information there. Check out the other links and get connected. Keep the conversation going. And till next time, look forward to chatting with you again soon.